Perfect, right. perfect. All right, we are live. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Daily Practice Success. This is Jonathan. I'm your host, Jonathan Alcade. And today I have a special guest. Her name is Jen Lynch. She is my co-host. And she, she's been <laughs> my co-host for a very, very long time, for almost a year now. We started yeah. all, all way back, way, way back, Q3 show. But today, today is very special because um, it's my season one finale for my daily practice success. And I wanted to invite somebody who is going to co-host this with me because it's going to be the season one finale and I want to finish strong. So today I have a my special guest, Jen Lynn. Jen Lynn, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good, Jonathan. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for coming on to the show. Jen Lynn, Absolutely. Jen Lynn I, I wanted to tell my audience how you and me met because I think it's very special that we tell um, <laughs> everybody how we met. And I, I want to tell everyone how um, I reach out to you and how we met. So this is going to be really, Absolutely. really fun. Okay. Yeah. There's going to be between... You and me and how we met and um, a few things today, actually, though, um, for our guest today, um, of course, what's in it for you today, we're going to be talking about when you're in a funk, our agenda for today is when you're in a funk and nothing is going your way and you're putting out content, you're putting out a lot of stuff, you're working really hard, but there's the, there's things that you want out of the things that you do, but you're not getting it. So all that work sometimes kind of feel like, hey, I'm doing a lot of work, but it's not really going anywhere. And now you're depressed, you're sad. So what are you going to do about those kind of situations? So today, well, because we have a lot of those, me and Jen. So today we're going to be talking about that. And also we're going to be talking about me, how I met Jen and how we got together. So yeah, Jen, um, a little bit introduce yourself and then um, let's talk about how you met me. Okay, well, um, there's so much about um, <laughs> there's so much about me and, and things that I've done. Um, I'm definitely not one of those that you know kind of grew up in the same hometown and and I've been here forever and there's not really much to tell. I've <laughs> more lived like the life of a cat where, you know, you just have, I've done so many diverse things, um, you know, and live so many different places. I've, I don't even know where to begin, really. But I'll just say that uh, my main, um, I've always wanted to be a teacher. So I did it. I, mm. I, um, I pursued it. I got it. And I was disenchanted by it. Uh, a lot of things behind the scenes that I never imagined. Um, I used to watch Little House on the Prairie growing up uh, with little Laura Ingalls Wilder and she became a school teacher and I loved that whole thing of it. I love school from the beginning. I love reading. I love everything about learning. Mm. And I never wanted to leave school. So I thought the best way to do that was to become a teacher. And, you know, and then I've also had a lot of really good teachers that, um, were very good to me, and a couple of them were very um, uh, pivotal in my life, and, and that, um, you know, just had some bad things happen, and they got me through it, so, um, and so I, I wanted to pay it forward and do that for other students as well, and, and be there for them, and when I was in the classroom, 
as time progressed, I it seemed to be what my idea of teaching was and what their idea of um, the expectations, um, it just didn't match up. Um, and it just seemed, I, I wheedled through it. The, some schools depend on what schools you were into. And it also depended if your administration backed you up. Because um, if your administration doesn't back you up, you know, it, you're fighting an uphill battle because not only um, do you have the students, you have the parents, and then you have the administration, and then you also have the regulations from state and federal. So, I mean, there's, you got four things going against you if, you know, if, you know, you can have everything going and then you have the state and the federal regulations that that just don't seem to favor teachers. The pay does not favor teachers. But so, I mean, even if everything goes all together, um, you know, it, it's still a struggle. It's very hard. So, I mean, my heart still goes out to teachers and anybody that's still in the classroom and has the stamina to deal with that. But um, my physical health deteriorated because I had not when you have all four going against you um, because, you know, I have to be able to sleep at night. So if I can't do my job, I'm not going to compromise. I'm not going to compromise what I feel is best. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to um, sacrifice just to be able to get get the money or whatever. I mean, I, I can't sacrifice what's right and what's wrong with that. So, um, and with all of that, my health was deteriorating because I was not getting the support from parents or administrators in trying to do the right thing for their kids. Um, you know, and they, they wanted some, a lot of people wanted me to compromise, you know, my values, um, my high, strong values. I mean, if people weren't putting the work forth, if uh, they weren't doing the effort, they, you know, their grade reflected it. And, and it's really sad that whole, all of teaching has come down to standardized tests and grades. And, um, you know, and then you look into it and, and you fast forward into society. Um, they're being pushed into college. To, they're getting student debts. And a lot of them don't even, um, you know, and getting worthless degrees. And do I mean worthless? Yes, I do mean worthless. Unless, I mean, to me, from what I've seen, you go to school, unless you're going to school, be an engineer, a doctor, a lawyer, an attorney, or uh, some, some of some substance, or maybe a business degree, something, things that you can actually use to, that you actually have to have a degree for, it just seems um, people are just rushing into school. They don't, a lot of them don't even know what they want to do. Um, and they come out with a huge debt that they can't pay that will never be erased, even if you file bankruptcy, uh, you know, so they're settled down with the debt. Then if they got family and kids, that's even more than if they have a student loan and then they're living paycheck to paycheck for the rest of their lives and what is that? Then they become consumers and there's no hope, seemingly no hope for anything else. And, um, you know, when there's so many different other avenues and the school system, which is very archaic and broke down, it, they're still pushing people towards thinking that maybe in 1950 it might have been an okay thing, but 
I also could not be a part of that, Jonathan, to shove kids along, um, you know, who are being tracked one way or another. And also there are nine different learning intelligences. Hmm. Howard Gardner has this thing, how smart you are. I mean, you know, and school only caters to probably about three of them. So if you, the, there's a saying by Einstein saying that uh, if you judge a fish by the, its ability to climb a tree, it's going to think the rest of its life it's dumb. So there, there's people that are intelligent in different ways. And, you know, those things aren't being explored, but there's no time when you have, you're serving teachers or serving the mass community. There's also not the time and things like that. So there's just so much that's not being addressed. Does that make sense? I, it definitely is. Actually, it's, I believe, um, like when you become like after high school, I, I, I look at it more of like a trap. Like people are mm -hmm. pushing you to like go to college. What do you need to do after high school? Because that really did, did happen to me after high school. Like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I don't even know what my passion are or even if it worth pursuing because I actually needed, um, you know, we didn't grow up like, uh, like, well, nobody bothers to ask you. Nobody yeah. bothers to ask you or to even try and think, you know, what do you want to be? And and when you're thinking about it, gosh, you know, what do I want to do? Oh, okay. And then you express <laughs> that. You some kids that some kids know what they want to do from 10 years old on. I mean, I did. Sure. But the, the, and the, it's almost kind of like, oh, well, that's cute, honey. Well, what do you really want to do? That's uh, the and, thing. And you're not supported in it. Like that's the thing, though. Like in in high school, when I was going to school, like, oh, what do you want to do, and what, like, what do you want to do with your life? Are you going to college? Are you going to work? I don't want to do any of that. For by the way, all I wanted to do was play Pokemon cards and play yeah. video games. <laughs> well, and and isn't it cute? It's almost kind of like you know, it's almost the same as when you go to dinner with somebody and they ask you. Uh, where do you want to go eat? I'm going to go, let's go have pizza. Oh, no, not that, though. Yeah, you so, know, like. What do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, no, you don't want to do that. At, at the same time, I did have, like, you know, someone pushing me towards, hey, go get a job or go get to college because, um, well, my parents, they're working, they're working hard. We can't, um, I'm from a poor family, so I know what it's like to work hard and I know what, um, what they're doing. So like, and in a way I kind of want to help them. So the, the, the only choices I have was, okay, in order for me to get a better job, I need to go to college. And then once I go to college, I get me a better job. Yet I didn't even know when I want to go to college. Like there's like, uh, there's at least like, five things i want to i want to get i want to be a nurse i want to be a police officer oh um i wanted to teach um there's so many things and then i keep changing and changing and changing and, and in a way i become like five years later i graduated with a degree that i don't even care about i'm like yeah, i really yeah. don't like that's after five years i still don't know what to do so like yeah. if you're listening to this and you're like in high school and you still don't know what to do don't worry about it um yeah, I, I, I don't worry about it. Yeah. But, but at the same time, don't bother getting yourself into debt trying to find yourself. Right, Unless right. You really know that that's what you want to do and that's the only path for you. Then, by all means, have at it. 
I know. But, it, it, but you want to make sure that there's a return on your investment at the end. Oh, um, my you know, I, I would recommend trying to find a company saying, you know, that would sponsor you even saying, OK, well, if I go to and get all this school, am I going to have something to get a return on investment instead of, you know, you come out. A lot of people are coming out with college degrees and and it's OK, you have the degree now. Now you're worse off because, um, you know, you're especially if you wait, then you're then you're older and they think that you expect more money, then you become overqualified. <laughs> I don't really want to go overqualified because you're you're definitely overqualified. But think about this, guys. Like if you're going to school, if I was doing it back again and I'm going to spend the next five years doing something, I would have done podcasting the next five years instead of going to school, finding parking lot, going to the office, lining up for financial aid, um, you know, waking up in the morning so that I could get I can, dressed. I, you, I, would not have gone, I, I would not have wasted my money going to college. I, I would have done podcasting in the next I, five years. I would years. not have done it. I would have I, yeah. I I waked up like 5.30 in the morning, do podcasting. At least that would take 30 minutes, and I'm able to talk to people who I want to get connected with, people who actually have yeah. good things to say and actually have like, you know, things that could do and then gives me ideas into how to start a business. It, it's just, it makes more sense to me now. And, but I, however. and I would have stayed at home as long as possible too. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Podcasting in my room. Oh yeah. Saving, saving money and then going out, you know, everybody's in, I was in such a rush to, to leave. Um, you know, because everybody, you know, you think, oh, I don't want to live under the rule. You know, you're going to have to live under somebody's rules anyway, sweetheart. So, you know, <laughs> you might as well, as long as you, as long as you can, or even if it's not that much rent or whatever, and, um, you know, get help out, help your parents out a little bit. It's still better than that. And then you can save and invest your money while you while you're podcasting or doing whatever you want to do um oh, you know there's so many different ways to do it i would have done it that's I what i would have told no myself. the thing about it you, you we have more options than before no it's not that we didn't have options we didn't know better and we just woke like we're still early on whatever it is that we're doing however i'm just saying it could have been a lot better but yet no we're still here now now that we're here though now that we're here jen um, it's exciting to see where we're gonna end up. But they didn't have podcasting gonna... back in my day. <laughs> I mean, I, I graduated. Well, did they have? Graduated... They, no, they have radio back in your day. Well, I graduated <laughs> 1989, so yeah, podcasts weren't even a thing. Yeah, it was radio. Uh, what, what did you guys have? Like, go to a studio. Like, if someone has a, stu a studio, if you want to be on radio, and if I, you want yeah, to be so, a movie, something I wouldn't have even. I was something I wouldn't have even thought about. Um, you right. know, I. I remember the first time I came back here, um, you know, and I saw somebody's phone have video on it. I was like, wait a minute, hold up. You got video on your phone? You know, I thought you needed a camcorder. And, um, you know, and, I mean, it was just, it blew me away. And so, yeah, this wasn't even an option. Um, you know, none of it was. You had mm -hmm. to, if you wanted to blog, you needed to write into a magazine. If you oh, wanted to podcast or whatever, that was the radio. If you wanted to, um, you know, do little things, advertise, it was newspaper or TV. The TV. So, I mean, you know, and which was, you know, Uber money. It's, it's 
stuff that you wouldn't have even considered. I mean, the, I mean, I hate to, I, I probably do sound old now, you know, it's like, oh, kids these days have it so easy. <laughs> you know, I, I like talking about this history, Jen, because it's true. Um, before it was TV, now it's YouTube. Um, used to be radio, now it's podcasting. They, they're, 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 they're the same, their voice and their video, but yet different platforms now and all times these are influencers changing. yeah it, it, that wasn't it, even a thing you know yeah you it's, you it's funny you couldn't be you know 16 years old you know romping around in your underwear bitching all day <laughs> and and have five million viewers and then get paid a shit ton of money to advertise converse shoes okay right. mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. And now that, you know, it's open for everybody because you don't need a lot of money to actually get started. You don't uh, need any. You don't need much. You really don't. Most of us have their own phone. However, I, I know it could be tough for some people, but there's a lot uh, of ways, especially for people. If I was a kid in the Philippines right now and I have a phone, I could definitely hustle. Well, I yeah. think it's really interesting how just, I mean, I'll go and watch some of these YouTubes. And there's just people that are that carry the phone with them and they're eating breakfast. They're <laughs> eating breakfast and have a million followers. But people watch them every day. Eat breakfast. And they're just going around eating breakfast and then getting dressed and you know and, and saying, Okay, yeah, this is my shitty life and and um, you know, and people think that's cool. And oh getting goodness. a lot of stuff of like oh my gosh, wow. Um, you know, and people are making money off of that. And, you know, do I knock them for it? No. I think that I was like, wow, that's pretty smart, you know? And um, one thing, um, guys, <laughs> um, one thing that we I know for sure, because I've done 100 interviews, like I've done 100 interviews, more than 100 interviews, and I've talked to so many people, different services, different businesses, different status in life, and... Like it's fascinating to me how they're making their money on the you don't even think that they're making money off. And it doesn't even have to be hard. Um, there's this man, she's she's amazing. You know what she does? She her name is Agnes. She does um she gets clients and then she would book him into a to a podcast. So she would book at least like 10 podcast shows for that person, and she's getting at least my paycheck for a month for one client. Wow. And that's, if I was living in the Philippines and I'm getting one month for one, or a client for one person to get to, to book them for 10 podcast episodes and I'm getting at least five grand or 10, you know, and, you know, it really depends on how you brand yourself, but you could charge so much for just booking a person. And that's what I was like, wow, it, it doesn't have to be hard. It's just but one service that you could do and could really definitely um, replace your but income. the thing is, people have to want it. Yeah, that's the thing. You got to yeah. um, find that person who actually needs it. You got to define that person who actually wants it and then offer it to that person. Right. It, it's it, like we yeah. were talking about with Justin last week and stuff like that. I mean, you know, if you're teaching, you know, people how to cook hamburgers, um, you know, you have to find those people. But if they don't want, they don't find value in that. And they're like, you know, hey, well, you know, look at this person over there cooking hot dogs or you know, look, they, they just took this dog poop, scooped it up on a grill, and I think that's pretty cool. 
um, you know. But, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go do that. Well, so I'm just saying is there's a lot of ways you could do a lot of things nowadays, and you know, it doesn't cost too much. But Jen, um, you know, this story always, always been amazing to me, and I want to tell it one more time. How did you meet me, and how did we meet? This is gonna okay. be fascinating. You, you, you want me to tell you that story? Oh yeah, definitely. I, I I want them to know who what okay. kind of person I am because this is this is amazing. Oh, Jonathan, you are amazing. <laughs> um, you know, so okay, so um, we both kind of um, he found me on Facebook, and mm -hmm. um, so one day I get you know I kind of texting, a messaging, and um, because I was kind of interested, I was contemplating the the high ticket closer. Of course, I love Dan Locke and I just think his stuff is so cool. Um, I, I just really get a lot of value from watching his videos, but I was like binging on him for a while from 2016 on when he was in the Vancouver club. Now he's, he's really grown a lot. Um, and I, I thought, wow. So, so that's kind of how it all started. I mean, I was, I was in that group or whatever. And then and I'm looking, I was like, okay, he kind of reached out to me and I'm looking, oh, wow. Oh, oh wow. He's into the, um, he actually went to the, you know, high ticket closer course. Wow. That's something I've been thinking about. I'd be, yeah, I'd be interested to have a conversation. And so, you know, he calls me, I'm, I'm actually, um, you know, getting ready to go shopping or whatever. And he's calls me, I'm in the parking lot, um, over Manaphy and at Kohl's or whatever, my favorite place. And, and, uh, and he starts to tell me about the high ticket closing course and uh, different ways I can get money and, and all this kind of stuff. I'm in target. Listen, I was like, yeah, well, you know, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to wait. You know, he's, he was trying to close me in on the closing course. And, uh, and I was like, mm. well, you know, and, and I just, uh, I wasn't ready at the time. And, but I was like, but I like this guy. He's pretty cool. We got to stay in touch. Um, you know, because, you know, resonating on a lot of different things. So I thought, you know, stay in touch or whatever. And then later on, uh, he invited me to his other podcast, uh, coming to the, to interviewed me, um, at another location. So I was like, what, uh, December, last December, I think. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. So, which was to this, so we met at Panera Bread. Um, and I thought this is pretty cool. So we did that. And then we, did uh, another recorded another one where I was actually going to do a little class had absolutely no sound, but we had fun. Uh, you know, that was shortly before, um, I think it was at the beginning of the year, beginning of this year. And, and I was already in touch with, um, Ramon, um, cause we had been in touch for the, for the, uh, couple years. Um, I think 2017 so about a year had a year on you try to get Jonathan to come because I wanted to create a mastermind group and I wanted Jonathan to I thought maybe he might be interested and he was you know Jonathan was busy and that was before you invited me to come on the your, your podcast podcast success um you know and then afterwards you know when we had met in December we were just uh, so excited. Then we really discovered we resonated on a lot of things with books we were reading and things like that. And like, gosh, you know, we gotta, um, you know, gotta still stay in touch. This is really cool. Really resonating together um, on the same message, got the same type goals and stuff. And I thought, gosh, you know, 
my whole thing is if if I don't see something that's around that I want, I create it. I wanted to create it. So I was like, okay, you know what? He resonates. John, uh, Roman resonates. We really need to get together and do a mastermind. We're going to have a mastermind, even if it's just the three of us to think about. Because Napoleon Hill, I read, you know, Thinking Grow Rich, said you have to have a mastermind. And so I couldn't find one that I could resonate. Either they wanted to charge a million dollars for to be in somebody's group or whatever. It's like, you know, it's like, okay. Well, no, well, that's fine. I'm going to create my own club. I'm going to create my own mastermind. And so um, Ramon and I were kind of doing it. So that got together with Ramon. And then that's when we decided, you know, hey, why don't we make this a podcast with all three of us? So then I, we tried to get a different name. Um, you know, we were going to do Triple Threat, but that name was taken. But, you know, and then quarantine happened. So Q, quarantine, three people. That's how the Q3 show started. And, um, you know, and it's been going strong ever since. Um, so, yeah. And Ramon tried to sell me his shit too, tried to get me on <laughs> stuff or whatever. So, and, oh, uh, well, you know? so that's what, the way it started. Uh, oh, man. That's amazing because it's true. And so this is the, this is the, the whole, the whole picture guys i was selling a course <laughs> i was selling a course the course was two thousand dollars and i was reaching out to people who could would want the course and i and and again the key is who would want the course like who would actually wanted it so i figured hey okay i'm selling a course that cost two thousand dollars and the, the influencer i work with okay she, he's got a following and millions of following and i was like okay who would want this course because this is what i'm selling right now i'm selling an affiliate so i would sell a two thousand dollar course a program and then my commission is five hundred dollars so i got to thinking who am who is the best person to sell this course who already know the influencer and if i'll talk about the influencer she or he would know that person is and who would likely to pay for that $2,000 course. So I was like, okay, well, this influencer has a lot of following. And I was like, okay, I'm going to reach out to a ton of them and see what sticks. And so I was messaging a ton of people that, did, um, that, that, that following these influencers and Jen was one of them. And I tried to sell $2,000 program to Jen and Jen at that time she she interested she loved the influencer however she the um, she did not have the, the 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 money as of right now and she was like okay well um okay let's move on however Jen what Jen did is fascinating to me she actually turned it around and then um become friends with her and then we kind of connect because the what the what fascinated me about Jen is she's actually putting herself out there. She does um, posts on a daily basis, and she she put herself out there. And I was like, you know what? That's actually fascinating because that's where I wanted to go. So that's what attracted me to Jen to be actually friends with her because she's doing something that I actually wanted to do. And at the beginning, of course, I wanted to sell her a course and get her to $2,000 and get my commission, which is $500. And, but 
what I saw on her page is like, okay, well, she's actually putting herself out there and she's doing such a great job because she's doing, she's consistent. And that's where I wanted to go. That's where I want to build my, my friends around. And that's who I want to hang out with. So I got Jen and fast forward, I invited <laughs> Jen to, to a podcast because that's what I wanted to do. I look for people who are doing the things that I wanted to do. So Jen was one of them. But of course, at the first time, I wanted to sell Aww. her a $2,000 program so that I could get my commission, <laughs> $500. And let me tell you, that $2,000 program, I sold some of them. And let me tell you, it's, it's fascinating when you make that commission for $500 not what not so good is when that student that you know you sign up with not gonna get too much out of it because two thousand dollars is like a lot for them and i send them on and then like and it's hard for them to to implement the the coaching and now they're like stuck but i don't know so never know maybe it will benefit them in the future but the program was actually really good and but that that's my 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 version of how i met jen because she's actually doing the things that i want to do and when you find people that are doing the things that you want to do mastermind with them and that's what jen did we did a mastermind and now here we are here we are well you know it's really interesting that the way that you describe you know your um the journey with the two thousand dollars course and things like that i think it's um and that's about how i feel with my whole bachelor's degree and things like that. I mean, you know, it's a lot of money. Um, and I probably would have done it different, but there's so many people that get more out of it. Um, mm -hmm. you know, the, and, um, even, even teachers and things like that. I mean, I think it just depends on being, finding that right, you know, place where you feel like you fit in and I know there's a lot of teachers that are in the system that that are making it work and that are doing it. But I just did not find that place. And I felt that I can do a better service to kids and to people being outside of the system. But at the same time, it's not a useless thing because I the people that I've met, the knowledge that I've gained that I can use now to help other people, um, you know, just as with your closing course, you know, it might not have served us, I guess, for that intentions. It's almost like a pen, you know, you, you have a pen, its intention is to write, but you can use it maybe for other things, you know, you, you just find another use for it and make it work for you. That's the best way I can describe it. Um, it's pretty much how we're rocking it now. <laughs> I love it. Um, that's the only thing. We're going to keep on going like this. So, guys, if you're following our journey and, you know, still connect with us, Jen and Jonathan. Absolutely. And, and just connect with us. Um, if you know at the bottom of your heart that um, there there's things that we're doing that you wanted to do as well, Please hang out with us because that's pretty much what you wanted to do. And that's pretty much how you're going to get started with what you wanted to do is to hang out with people who are actually doing the things that you wanted to do. For example, well, this is the whole idea, right? Yeah. Uh, for the, to mastermind out loud with mm -hmm. the world. So just like um, I 
I got a, uh, we I got attracted to Jen because she was doing things that I wanted to do. It's the same thing with you. Be be very like honest with yourself. What is it that I wanted to do? Um, and who am I gonna hang out with to to make this thing happen? And um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get to it. And um, we only have like another five minutes, Jen. And um, we're gonna we're gonna end the show, but. You're here today because um, a few things. One is I have a guest who supposedly here, but now he's not here. But I wanted you here because I was going to cancel that guest. I have battling um, work, um, depression, not depression or stress. I'm battling um, um, self-esteem or limitation where I don't know what it is. But I was going to cancel all my shows because, or it's maybe because... um, I don't know what I'm battling with, to be honest. I got to define it. What but discouragement sounds discouragement. like. Discouragement. Um, yes, yes, discouragement. Mm-hmm. And that's very accurate. I was battling discouragement. And whenever I battle discouragement, this is my my key to it, is to actually involve people to to do the, the things that you wanted to do, even though you don't want to do them as of right now, anyways, because you know um, you need to do them because you believe in them. And yet your discouragement is too a little bit stronger than than your mission uh, at times a little bit stronger at mm-hmm. times and this is not all the time so <laughs> oh, what i do I is like, i was like you know what i'm gonna invite another person she might say yes she might say no they might say no they might say yes but invite another person and if she say yes then that means it adds in another reason for me to do it because another person is in there and if another person's in there, that means I'm gonna cancel two things: uh, the person who's my guest and another person who said yes. And I don't want to cancel shit. I really don't. I rather <laughs> I rather I rather go on a on a camera and don't say shit and just look look stupid than cancel people who are actually waiting on me. And you know that's what the re- one of the reasons why Jen is here today because I'm battling discouragement and I want to keep on going even uh, even though. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'm tell battling. You, I'll tell you a secret, Jonathan. Mm. Um, I really didn't feel like doing very much, but when you asked me, um, you know, you're my friend, and I'm not going to let you down. If I can do it, I will. <laughs> and it gave me a reason to get up. It oh, gave me a reason to get up. That's amazing. Because I've been, I've been discouraged as well. I mean, you know, you work and you work and you work, and you're not seeing the results from your work. Um, but the thing is, um, we don't see the you know the growth because a lot of it might be like the roots it's just building yeah, the foundation just, and we don't and the, see that and but later on we will and we're later gonna see it like a, a, t- a tall tree and mm-hmm. that's the thing is sometimes when you're in the growth phase and you're in the process on a daily basis when you're building and you don't see you don't see it as fast as you wanted to do and you have to deploy a lot of patience. The patient is the hardest part. Oh my! Well, God. I can give you a really good example. <laughs> last year, um, last year I lost between last July and January. I lost about fifty pounds. Um, mm. You know, it's almost like I threw myself up. But in the beginning, I couldn't tell. I took a picture every week, regardless, and I thought, you know. This is pointless because I still feel like I look the same. But as I look through the pictures, um, I'm just like, 
Oh my gosh. After about two months and you could really start telling the difference. And now um, I'm horrified when I look back on Facebook memories because I'm thinking, who is that girl with that fat face? Um, <laughs> you know, cause there's just, um, I mean, I don't even look the same Jonathan. And, and so it's just, and, and you're not the same person because even what, regardless of what you look like, because it's your mindset and the way that you're, thinking based on the, the information that you're intaking and, and applying as well. Um, now I'm, I'm almost up to 80 books for this year. I got one more month to, um, you know, to get in. I'm in like in the seventies or whatever, and I'm, I'm going to try and top off at 80 um, mm. this year, 80 books for the year. That's amazing. My goal is 48. I already passed it. That's the thing though. When we are in this discouragement moment, and we are in a funk. We are in a down, really down because, hey, we're not, it's not happening fast enough. How do we <laughs> yes. combat this? How, what's the solution for this? Um, it, it's fascinating to me because I know I have a, a few solutions that, that happens every Monday. And you know what that is. That's a Q3 show. Mm, That's yes. one of the solutions because it pulls you back. To the things just got to do it anyway you got to push through and do it anyway whether you yes. feel like it or not and you make it a non-negotiable and keep going i know um but the, the it's it's, it's not guys, easy. It, it's, it's not hard. easy but start be patient <laughs> and deploy some stuff that that puts you because one thing is not happening for you and one thing is to stay there just get out of it because it's not going to help you and i know that because i'm giving myself that advice and not because I, i'm giving well, it to I you well i think what you have to do too is to really stop and think am what i'm doing think about what you're doing is this serving my purpose and if it's not you need to start cutting some things out once you start cutting things out that are not serving your purpose um, then you can do that. I mean, it's like, okay, well, yeah, I'm getting this, but you know, I'm doing this and that thinking that's, you know, cause you, we want multiple streams of income, but ultimately if you're not, if it requires you to focus too much on other things, you want to be laser focused on what you're doing. So I've had to stop and regroup and, and drop a lot of things. Sometimes it's more about saying no so that you can see clearly where you want to go. <laughs> I think I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say that sometimes you have to say no to a lot of things, and uh, you know to combat that depression, that um, low um, low um, time where you're di being discouraged. To combat that, um, do different things. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, sometimes step back and then go move forward again. And it's everything. It's okay. Everything's gonna be fine. Um, you might not see again. You're building. You're building. You're building. You might not see the the whole tree yet, or, um, but you're building it. You're still in the root, and you know I believe in this. I believe in this, a hundred percent. So you know, just but, uh, keep doing. The only other thing I'll probably add to that, Jonathan, is to keep hanging out with like-minded people. Ah, very interesting. Um, Absolutely. Because, if, because there's so many people. If you tell them what you want to do they will discourage you because that that means they have to step up their game or they just don't understand they're trying to be supportive and they don't understand you and they just have no idea what you're talking about because your dreams and your goals are so high off the charts that they're just you know they're like what 
um, you know, <laughs> and because it's impossible for them, they'll put, even though well-meaning, they'll put their limitations onto you. So you got to hang out with people that are like-minded, that are going to encourage you in your dreams and not discourage you because, you know, or under the guise of being realistic, um, you know. Realistic. I don't like um, that world. <laughs> I don't like that word. I don't like that word either. I mean, yeah, we don't we don't um, want to, you know, be ridiculous and things like that. But we want people that's going to help us find ways and give us resources. And you can barter. You you know, you can even barter resources. You know, like know. like Jonathan, and I do. Jonathan knows how to do IT and computer stuff, and I can write. So I mean, so if he needs me to help him write something up. We do that. And if I need IT help, I ask him or Ramon. And I mean, mm -hmm. so, and, and even connections, you can introduce connections. Oh, I know the perfect, but you should get in touch with this. And the people that we met on the podcast, we become friends with. And it's like, okay, I know some people, resources that I can reach out to people that can help me and, and I can offer value to them as well. So that's what I would say to close off, at least for me with that thought. Mm, absolutely. And that is very true. Hang out with the people who are actually doing the things that you wanted to do and hang out with the people that are going somewhere like they, they you you could actually see um, if you want to hang out with this person or not based on their profile, based on what they're doing online. It just depends. You, you got to define what you wanted to do first and then move Absolutely. from there and just reverse that. Um, who do I hang out with in order for this to happen? what needs to happen, who do I get involved with, and things like that. And you, you, you'll start to figure out who you want to hang out with, and you, you start to figure out what you wanted to do and who you need to contact. So yeah. that's a lot of things, but mastermind is one of the things. And Jen Lin, um, yeah, we're almost – we're out of time, actually. We, we, we pass – way past and this this well, podcast is only 30 minutes i didn't minutes. have to go off today <laughs> so, and i got excited no nope, that's the way it works sometimes jonathan you know? oh my so, goodness. Uh, but we spent a good portion of time chatting offline yeah. so uh yeah good yeah we've been uh, jen lynn's been up for like an hour a long time ago i, I would have yeah. seen i would i would have still be asleep still by now if i didn't have this podcast so it gave me a reason to get up but anyways jen lynn it's, it's been amazing um thank you for coming on and Absolutely. thank you guys for tuning in i see you and if you have any questions want to reach out or just questions just read out in the comments and you know and we'll answer all of them jen lynn where can we find you how can we get in contact with you just in case people want to get in contact with you uh what jen lynn 1791.com and is, also is it up yeah, it's up and running. Yeah, oh I gotta goodness. I gotta change um, uh, some parts of it, the the back portion, because I'm gonna be repurposing it to um, to a, a a membership just for uh, ladies and Ooh, um, and people nice. that and people that uh, you know want to connect on that level, um, you know, as older women to um, who want to rock their lives, you know. Um, so and and there are also moms and things like that and and just uh, things like that because I think old you know I think we need that and um, I was gonna do my my business on that um, but I'm taking that to a different platform and uh, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna use that to connect with the ladies on that um, mm. who are also mothers and that is also 
um, catering to my um, to my tribe because they're all mothers who want the best for their children. So I'm hitting it from both angles that way. Oh, nice. Okay, so just Jen Lynn. Uh, 1791.com you guys visit that and check right. out her work and check out her page and, and both the podcasts are on there too as well uh, oh, there you go the podcast yep to the q3 show and my other podcast all right so that's the that's the whole thing and thank you guys for tuning in we appreciate you and that's it from us we'll see you guys later bye guys bye